When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. If you are looking for a new gig, and maybe a new place to live, or already live in Madison, Wisconsin, you know, by the University of Wisconsin, uh, there is a part-time gig that I would love to have. They just posted a job listing for a descriptive sensory panelist. That's really just a fancy way of saying food taster at the center for dairy research it includes tasting and evaluating different foods such as cheese and pizza <laughs> uh, that's 15 dollars an hour they're looking for individuals passionate about all types of food but especially cheese pizza and other dairy products so that could mean tasting up to 24 cheese samples and 12 pizzas a week as well as some other foods thrown in there. So it's a temporary position. Uh, it's possible that you could get an extension. It'll be based on uh, at the university's campus in Madison. The panelists must be available. This is it, though. This is what you have to do. You have to be available for three hours, for three consecutive hours, three consecutive periods, three sessions a week. So you have three hours, three times a week, 15 bucks an hour. I mean, okay, that's a good gig. Plus, you get fed anytime anyone wants to pay you or me to get fed. I'm all for it. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> the family doesn't want to keep them they just want to sell them they don't want to do the work they just want someone else to take it off their hands and as of yesterday they have at least 300 offers of people that would said yes i'll do the work a california family is selling what they estimate to be one million copper pennies they found in a late relative's basement crawl space so the pennies are worth about ten thousand dollars at face value that's a lot of pennies uh the coins are being priced at more than double that because they may contain rare finds that are going to be worth a lot more money uh small fortunes so the family listed the pennies on offer up for twenty five thousand dollars after a local bank told them and branches they have here so multiple bank branches told them ah we don't have room to hold the thousands of pounds of copper um that's what you do uh, you're a bank but okay so the pennies were all made out of copper until 1943 when uh, the material demands of world war ii prompted the mint to switch over to zinc coated steel a few dozen copper pennies were accidentally made that year and one sold for three hundred thousand dollars 
at auction in 2022. So by 1982, new pennies were made almost entirely of zinc. So when he began to buy up the old copper ones, the family relative, he wanted to build wealth for future generations. Yeah, he wanted you to look at them and work through them. They're worth something. But no, you don't have the time for that. Uh, There's more than two cents worth of copper in each pre-1982 penny so they don't want to scour through the truckloads of pennies <laughs> that's a hell of a crawl space <laughs> full of truckloads of pennies that's one heck of a crawl space <laughs> but you got to have somebody to go through them and i know someone who is perfect for the task um, but i'm sure and I, so do uh, at least 300 other people who have offered $25,000 for those pennies because they're going to make some serious money out of that deal. So you can go to OfferUp and see if you can uh, be the one to purchase them because that's uh, that would be, well, it would be a pain in the rear. But a penny saved is a penny earned. Well, I see where uh, J.P. Morgan Chase agreed yesterday to pay $290 million, uh, that's a little bit more than a couple of truckloads of pennies, uh, to dozens of victims of sexual predator Jeffrey Epstein to settle claims the bank knowingly supported the financier's crimes. Huh. The amount uh, still has to be approved. It'll be one of the largest uh, in civil sex trafficking case. Well, so the bank managed Epstein's accounts from 1998 until 2013 five years after he pleaded guilty to soliciting prostitution from a minor in Florida. A separate FBI investigation in 2019 alleged that Epstein, whose contacts included presidents, princes, tech CEOs, recruited dozens of underage girls for sexual purposes between 2002 and 2005. And, uh, of course, I mean, he is now dead. Uh, Suicide. Uh huh. So J.P. Morgan Chase denies liability in the case. Jamie Dimon, the CEO, suggested that former executive, not me, <laughs> I don't have anything to do with it. Uh, this Jess Staley uh, was a close friend of Epstein's and was to blame in the deposition. That's what I mean. That's why Dimon put it in a deposition. So the bank still faces similar claims in separate lawsuits with the U.S. Virgin Islands, where Epstein owned a private island. Okay. I mean, okay. So all these people are now starting to get money because of it, right? So, I mean, one of them, they this $290 million deal from J.P. Morgan. So some of the people in the lawsuit are going to get tens of millions, if not $100 million, right? I mean, there's, I don't know how many people are suing J.P. Morgan Chase for this I don't even know if you can call it a class action because there's multiple separate suits. And uh, so a number of the victims, uh, you know, are going to, they say that up to about a hundred people are going to uh, receive money, but they don't know exactly how many because <laughs> there's multiple people suing. So somewhere somebody is going to make tens of millions of dollars. And if someone wants to pay me $10 million, for knowing jeffrey epstein man was he a good friend of mine (laughs) man was he a good friend of mine 
mean, I don't know what's going to happen to Jelaine. I mean, she's still in prison, right? She's got a 20-year prison sentence. She's got some names and some numbers in her head that uh, could cause big problems. So I know that we had the Deutsche Bank settle their tentative sum of $75 million uh, last year, I think. And they were fined $100 million by New York regulators so because they were uh, apparently you know a client or epstein was a client of theirs when i guess he shouldn't have been so damn those banks for taking the rich man's money damn them i'm sure those banks would be happy to take the money of the uh what are they they're not uh, just delivery workers they're app based delivery workers so apparently there are more than sixty thousand. Uh, app-based delivery workers in nyc and they just got a pay jump they are going to get 17 dollars 96 per hour before tips beginning july 12th of this year uh, so that's the new minimum wage law for app-based delivery drivers the law is in uh, new york it was announced by New York City's mayor uh, this weekend. It's the first of its kind in the U.S. and comes after home deliveries spiked nationwide during the pandemic. And critics say it doesn't go far enough to protect the workers. They're independent contractors and they must cover many costs themselves. Well, yes, that's what independent contractors are. But uh, they get a new, if you're an app-based delivery worker, you get seventeen ninety-six an hour. So if you're just, if I just call the store and have it delivered which happens in nyc all the time i guess those delivery people aren't going to be making 1796 an hour they're going to be making you know whatever that is they make plus the tips all right <laughs> so i may i don't know what's better i don't know if it's better to be just working for the hottest store in town and delivering to office buildings or if it's better to be an app based delivery worker either way uh you know for sure uh the app-based delivery workers are going to be making 17 dollars 96 an hour and i would venture to say that jp morgan and maybe even deutsche bank would take those people's money with a smile i probably should just let it go but i can't so let's say i'm working for taco bell i'm delivering for taco bell in new york city which by the way is uh one of three locations new york city hollywood and orlando that's selling the vegan crunch wrap the new vegan crunch wrap for taco bell and uh you can get the vegan version for the price of a traditional wrap uh five to seven or eight dollars so i was and they're you know they're happy that they're it's the first time that taco bell has sold a fully vegan entree yeah yeah i mentioned it today on the uh, during the fat five when uh, pat and i were filling in for uh, glenn beck on his radio program so and they claim uh, this is the first time that they've offered a vegan entree and they also claim in the story that almost a quarter of the food it sold last year was vegetarian all right uh you got me weird and they don't want people to that are strict vegans to think uh, that it's completely vegan because there may be some cross contact uh which might occur among the foods at the restaurant's kitchen so don't think you're getting uh, 100% vegan, okay? Don't do it. But if I'm working for Taco Bell and someone orders from the app, okay, does, and I'm not talking about Uber Eats or uh, any of the other 
food delivery apps and maybe that's just all new york is talking about uh if i but if i order something from the taco bell app to have it delivered are those delivery people that work for taco bell have to be part of the new york city 1796 uh minimum wage or do they only are they come under the handle of taco bell i just really weird and I, i'm not really sure i i uh, i understand yeah so i think it is just the uh, uber grubhub doordash i think it is just those i mean that's who they are considering the app-based delivery workers so um that means that if i work and deliver for taco bell i'm not an app based delivery worker right so i don't have to I don't have to get paid seventeen ninety six. So it would seem that almost this uh, minimum wage thing is working against what they're trying to use <laughs> as opportunities for the gig workers, right? I just uh, okay. I'll stop. It's just congratulations, congratulations to everybody who is going to be delivering food in New York City, making seventeen ninety six an hour. And congratulations to everyone else who's going to be paying that difference in their food. So, great. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So we got news that Pat Sajak is going to say goodbye to Wheel of Fortune. He uh, tweeted out that uh, the time has come that he's decided that after the 41st season of Wheel of Fortune, which begins this coming September, is going to be his last. He said it's been a wonderful ride and I'll have more to say in the coming months. Many thanks to you all. He said in his tweet, if nothing else, I'll keep the clickbait sites busy so have a nice day pat sajak what a great ride for him he's 76 now pat sajak wow 76 41 seasons of wheel of fortune no word on whether vanna who is now 66 is going to take over hosting duties we got the news i don't know Uh, not too long ago that they were going to do a spin-off wheel of fortune for kids right and they were trying to spin it to younger audiences and it announced that they plan this iconic uh, wheel of fortune will gear the challenges toward children and younger audiences now okay i thought this i thought they'd done this before but i you know what do i know nothing is what i know and there's absolutely no mention of whether vanna or pat will be a part of it i guess pat didn't want anything to do with it or maybe he's just doing this and he's saying goodbye to the iconic you know main mothership wheel of fortune he didn't say that though he said that it was over have a nice day 41 seasons is enough for me also i guess we're saying goodbye to the hollywood foreign press association Uh, i guess the golden or globes franchise is as it was is going to be no more so the golden globe awards now is now going to be owned by dick clark productions and todd bowley's eldridge have acquired the assets of the awards from the nonprofit Hollywood Foreign Press Association. So I guess that shutters the Globes franchise moves. Okay, I, I guess. 
I guess so the new owners who use the assets and the cash on hand from the association to establish the Golden Globe Foundation, which will continue on the Hollywood Foreign Press's Association's tradition of charitable giving. The awards show itself and related assets will now be part of the for-profit operations of Dick Clark Productions. Uh, okay, I guess they've been allies for the award shows. Dick Clark Productions, you know, obviously produced the award show. What does that mean? Do we still have the Golden Globes? I hope so. Because what would the world be without the Golden Globes? Now, it was formed in 1943. Uh, you know, it had because they all wanted the press corps to be together. And they were reunited. I guess they broke up with the Foreign Press Association of Hollywood and the Hollywood Foreign Correspondents Association. So then they came all together under the Hollywood Foreign Press Association in 1955. Anyway, it's just a strange, strange existence for all of them. And I guess what that means is that they can now, it's more commercial opportunities for the Globes because they're not under the nonprofit title. So take that for what you will. Hopefully, and I mean this again with all my heart, hopefully we still will have the Golden Globe Awards. Well, since we're coming up uh, less than 10 days away for the premiere of the second season of Sex and the City, it's actually and just like that, on hbo we're going to get all kinds of stories about the different actresses uh, on the show and today is no different Kristen davis has said she has cried after being ridiculed relentlessly for her fillers wait what yes uh, she said that she has shed tears over the ridicule and called it very stressful now currently she's reprising her sex in the city role in uh, that well, and in the spinoff, it's not Sex in the City anymore. It's called And Just Like That uh, with all the stars. And they're all going to be together this second season. They're all coming back. Yay! So she knows uh, some people ridicule her appearance since she got fillers. And she said those comments hurt. Oh, no. She described the emotional ordeal of fielding this criticism while trying to navigate the inconsistent world of cosmetic surgery. I've done fillers and it's been good and I've done fillers and it's been bad and I don't want to go to clown face that's me speaking not her but that's what she's thinking I've had to get them dissolved I have been ridiculed relentlessly have you have you and I've shed tears about it it's very stressful in fact at one point I didn't realize there was something amiss with my lips until one of my friends confronted me about it <laughs> <laughs> but luckily i do have good friends who did say eventually eventually not right off the bat they let it go for a little while like ooh, what is she doing with her lips she's got something going on so now she said the thing is you don't smile at your, yourself in the mirror. Who smiles at themselves in the mirror? Crazy people. No, people smile at themselves in the mirror. You know, when they brush their teeth and they're getting ready, they smile, they laugh, they do stuff. That's what they do. <laughs> well, maybe I'm just a crazy person. I get it. But 
She said, like other celebrities, I was just trusting the doctors with these procedures and then taking the hit from the public when it goes wrong. <laughs> oh, it's hard to be confronted. Look, it's tough. I look I, now. I make fun of all these people that are getting, you know, three cuts to clown face and fillers to uh, fillers to frowns. I got it, but uh, you know, it's tough. You're trying to be in Hollywood, especially. You're confronted. She even said you're confronted with your younger self at all times, and it's a challenge to remember that you don't have to look like that now. But the internet wants you to. But they also don't want you to. That's the internet. We're very conflicted. We say, hey, boy, look what she looks, what she used to look like. Look what she looks like now. But sometimes when you have friends that don't tell you, Oof, what are you doing with your lips? What are you doing? Uh, let me uh, take it easy. So, uh, <laughs> well, eventually, my friends, my good friends, told me. <laughs> I love that they didn't tell her up front when I did something with my lips. It was just They took it for a little while, like, ooh. What are you doing? And I know that Sarah Jessica had talked about, uh, oh, she's got gray hair now in the new show. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that Sarah actually shed tears over being told she had uh, gray hair in, uh, on the show because guess what? She knew it. The deal is, Kristen, just take it easy, okay? Don't overdo it. That's what happens with the three cuts to clown face. I got to come up with a new term for uh, fillers, too, because with all the new fillers that people are using now, it takes away from the three cuts to clown face, but they're still overdoing it with the fillers. And uh, who fillers to frowns, I'll figure it out. I'll have it by the end of the week. <laughs> but just take it easy, Christian. That's that's the deal. Speaking of fillers and three cuts to clown face and plastic surgery, I see where uh, Holly Saunders is launching her own sports league. Well, it's called Exposed. X, the letter X, posed. And the sports league It's going to feature Instagram and OnlyFans models. <laughs> Uh, it's going to feature just the Instagram and OnlyFans models playing sports. So, got that to look forward to. Apparently, she's been working on the idea for a few years. Yeah, you never came up with that idea ever. No one ever thought about that. You know, what we should do is have all these chicks, and there are some dudes, uh, on OnlyFans and let them play sports in what they normally wear or make them take off uh, all their clothes and let them just run around naked and play sports. No one ever thought about doing that ever, but you did it, Ollie. <laughs> I mean, she's making it work, I guess. So we've got that to look forward to uh, soon. I'm not sure when that launches. It just claims that she's working on it, and it's actually happens so the ex golf channel and fox sports host launches topless sports league with the most beautiful women you've ever seen eh. but uh, they are on uh, she's former golf channel and fox sport host be running exposed which will feature instagram and only fans models so that means it's not up and running yet all right well good luck let's go uh, can't wait for uh I can't wait for all you IG models to be playing your favorite sports wearing next to nothing. Yay!
Uh, no, really, I can't wait. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So who died today? Who died today? First... We'll start with Treat Williams, the actor Treat Williams. And he is one of those actors that if you don't know who he is, you definitely would know him if you saw him. He's dead at the age of 71. Treat was on his motorcycle in a parking lot when he was hit by a car, an automobile. And uh, he was rushed to the hospital and pronounced dead at the hospital. He, they make a big deal out of being hit by a Honda. I don't know why that's part of the story. I mean, I, I realize it should be part of the story, but it's said multiple times <laughs> that uh, he was hit by a Honda. Uh, the driver, Ryan M. Cause, who signaled left into a parking lot and crashed into the actor. Uh, there no arrest have been made following the crash. The investigation is ongoing. So... Uh, he uh, was hit in the parking lot. They rushed him to the hospital, and uh, he passed away at the hospital. Treat Williams, uh, dead after being hit by a Honda. <laughs> and there was actual humans driving the Honda, but he was hit by a Honda at the age of 71. Rest in peace. Then we have Italian singer Irma Capis Miniutola. Uh, she has died at the age of 87 no word on what she died of i'm guessing she died because she was 87 i I don't know that uh she her claim to fame was that she was the lover of the uh king of egypt who i mean the king of egypt uh farouk uh, has been dead for a long time but uh, apparently they were they knew each other since they were kids they were wed when they were young i don't know that i don't know the entire story of how they were wed and she claimed to be his widow but they i don't know if they were ever really wed she was the lover he was exiled from egypt and they were together i mean who knows she said she was 11 we got married when i was 16 i met him when i was 11 we got married when i was 16 Uh, okay they were married in an islamic ceremony lived with one another for eight years I don't know. Farouk said he was never married, I think. So anyway, uh, very sad. <laughs> the former lover of a king uh, and, a, and an opera singer, uh, Irma Capis Minitolo, is uh, dead at the age of 87. Then we have Jim Turner. Jim Turner dead at the age of 82. The legendary NFL kicker won a Super Bowl with the New York Jets, became a Broncos icon, didn't miss a game in his entire career. 
suffered heart failure at the age of 82. He played 228 straight NFL games, didn't get injured in his career. Uh, he obviously won Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl three, I think it was, with the Jets, and is inducted into the Denver Broncos Ring of Fame. So Jim Turner, the legendary New York Jets and Denver Broncos kicker, has died at the age of 82 from heart failure rest in peace okay this is another who died today but i think we did him already <laughs> uh you know we could do it again uh who died today mike Matea from breaking bad uh you know him as the laundromat manager uh, in breaking bad for uh three episodes <laughs> uh but uh, apparently he died uh, at the age of 52 the family said that he died of a heart attack and of course the family is you know has issued a statement saying he was a loving brother and he's got uh, you know we loved him and all the all the stuff that you say that's true right i mean his family well according to this he died of asphyxia by hanging so I know that probably is a little uh, embarrassing for the family. Uh, They want to believe that he died of a heart attack, but uh, he died of asphyxia from hanging. Now, whether that was on purpose or a mistake is another thing, because some people do uh, make a mistake in that area where you you know forget you just hang on too long and then you're dead (laughs) i think you know what i'm saying yeah you do so rest in peace mike patea uh dead at the age of 52 no matter how you went out whether it was asphyxia hanging or was whether it was a heart attack uh rest in peace Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets for winning their first ever NBA championship. They beat the Miami Heat's 94 to 89. Congratulations to them, uh, as predicted on this very show. I didn't think they would need a fifth game, but they did. Uh, they won it in Denver. Congratulations. Now, they uh, had a big celebration afterward. A few people got shot. I did like uh, I did see uh, Peyton show up at the championship, and he had his big gold chain and his NBA championship plaque hanging. That uh, was pretty funny. And when he was interviewed, it was all about uh, the Denver Nuggets. It wasn't about him, which was great. Uh, that's what makes Peyton Peyton. But uh, congratulations to uh, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Jokic was named the most valuable player of the finals. Uh, plus, he was the you know. I don't know, regular season MVP. He finished uh, He finished game five with 28 points, 16 rebounds, four assists. He became the first player in NBA history to lead the playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. I would say that's pretty good. And I would also say that's exactly why he was the MVP of the league. But that's me. So tonight, for those of you listening live, today is the 13th of June. 2023 we have the nhl stanley cup playoffs continuing and uh, that game is game five in vegas with the panthers coming into town now they uh they have an opportunity 
to uh, win the Stanley Cup. Vegas does tonight at home, just as Denver did last night at home for the NBA. And it probably will happen. Uh, I I would be very, very uh, dismayed. Uh, Dismayed is a good word. Uh, If uh, the Panthers beat Vegas tonight that's what they've done throughout the playoffs though i I know some of you hockey fans have made that clear to me but i just don't see it happening vegas is too strong a team and i just feel like they fell asleep this last game and uh, miami pulled it out back at home but what do i know uh it's just just talking a little hockey i don't know anything so if you're rooting for miami i'm sorry florida panthers good luck uh good luck but i just don't see it happening you can always email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com let me know your feelings you can always uh follow me on twitter at jeffy jfr you can follow me on uh, facebook and instagram jeff fisher radio and you can always order a cameo from me it's not free but you can order one at jeffy jfr i'm happy to uh you know do whatever you need cameos my pimp so uh you know you order it tell me what you want happy sad glad mad mean and uh, i do it that's what we do at jeffy jfr on cameo and as i said always you can email the show anytime chewing the fat at theblaze.com So Miami is the place to be, I guess. Um, We had uh, the Miami Heat playing in the NBA championship. We have the Florida Panthers, which is the Miami NHL team. And we have Donald Trump appearing at the federal courthouse. (laughs) I mean, it's wall-to-wall coverage, Donald Trump, and he's uh, the the dry, everything is wall-to-wall. He's supposed to be uh, in court today. He's going to plead not guilty to the 37 felony counts against him at least that's what they're reporting who knows i mean he may walk in and go yep i'm guilty (laughs) so we're assuming he's going to plead not guilty to the 37 felony counts against him and we're not going to see any of it uh u.s magistrate judge jonathan goodman who is going to oversee the arraignment struck down the request from media organizations to allow recordings of the proceedings cameras inside the courtroom so there's no photographs of trump inside the courtroom no video recording of the arraignment and no audio recording that will be publicly publicly released so we just have to go with what trump tells us hopefully there won't be a gag order put in place uh well so we'll see what happens but the world is uh, our political world is wrapped around uh, donald trump today as he according to some networks turned himself in <laughs> yeah that's what he's doing he's turning himself in so uh we have all that news which is just agonizing just unbelievable and we'll cover all that i'm filling in on the glenn beck radio program uh this week with pat gray so you can catch you know, if you want to talk to, about the political stuff and want to know about it, you absolutely can tune into that every day, uh, nine to noon Eastern, uh, where you know, or you can listen to the podcast however you want to do it. But um, we'll talk. We talk a lot, uh, a lot of politics and stuff on that program, no question. So uh, you know, I try not to I try to stay away with away from it on this show because 
it, it just permeates everything and all the stories that we do. And I try to stay away from it or keep it as light as possible for this show, Chewing the Fat, because just because, just because I, I can only I can only take so much. I can only take so much. But then we have uh, what's happening in the UK, and it makes me want to think, well, you know what? Uh, maybe the government needs to back off a little bit. Um, the ministers in uh, the United Kingdom are going to crack down on UK's sex for rent scandal. Wait, what? Yeah, apparently there was a big investigation that exposed uh, what they're calling nauseating practices of landlords preying on young women and P-R-E-Y-ing, not P-R-A-Y-ing. That would probably be a bigger expose if the landlords were actually P-R-A-Y-I-N-G. But uh, they are preying on these young women by offering cheaper accommodations in exchange for sexual favors. How dare they? Now, I would say all the women have to do is say no, but I guess that doesn't work. It uh, doesn't matter. You can't just say no. So thousands of young women, and women, according to this expose, are victims of sex for rent scandal as landlords exploit the cost of living crisis and spiraling accommodation costs. Okay, so it's really expensive. And if you want to live here with the reduced rent or free, uh, we can take care of a little business. <laughs> Uh, so we can't have that anymore. No. There has to be tougher laws against landlords who offer cheaper rent in exchange for sex. Okay, so we're going against the landlords. What about the students? What are we doing there? Because the students, um, you know, maybe the students, the young females will say, hey, uh, how about uh, how about we take care of a little business and you lower my rent prices, Okay. <laughs> Uh, so is that wrong too i i don't know we'll have to wait for the big expose on that but they had undercover reporters posing as students and these men uh were offering uh uh sex for rent those bastards <laughs> uh so we can't have that we cannot have that wherever we go and in the united kingdom that will not stand so it could be coming to an apartment near you soon okay and and you know what no more i'm done for the day we're done i can't even we've got people running around uh the white house lawn naked here in the united states of america but we're so high and mighty in the uk that we don't want landlords praying pay p-r-e-y-i-n-g-ing uh against uh saying hey uh take care of a little business uh, to lower your rent Uh, all you have to do is say no uh it's very easy so at least here in america at least here in the united states of america if i as a landlord want to offer my goods and services for your goods and services i think we can still work something out or you can offer your goods and services for someone else's goods and services isn't that the way it's supposed to work i thought that was capitalism Huh. Eh, must be just me.
And I didn't even mention what's happening in Bali. I mean, the Indonesian island getaway has now kicked out at least uh, what they're calling 136 misbehaving foreigners so far this year because of infractions, including indecent exposure. Yeah, uh, we've got these beautiful beaches, and we don't want people strolling the beaches naked. Okay, so uh, we're cracking down on rowdy tourists, and we're trying to promote ourself as more wholesome destination for retirees and scientific researchers well here's some news for you uh maybe the naked german guy isn't bringing in tourists but i guarantee you that some of the naked influencers walking the beaches of bali is going to be bringing in those retirees and scientific researchers (laughs) But it's not wholesome. It's not wholesome enough. So we have to crack down. And I don't want people making deals for rent. I don't want people making deals for uh, beach umbrellas. I promise. (laughs) Uh, No more nakedness. Uh, No more nakedness. Ick. Just ick to nakedness. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.